The boundaries have been broken. Free your mind of its alleged thought crimes. Welcome to Vanguard Radio. Some man you just can't reach. I don't like it any more than you, man. Fire. This is our 38th show. In the studio tonight is Alex Leonard. Hello. Craig Chaincom. Stan Sikorsky. How you doing? Also our engineer. <laughs> and me, myself, and I, Aegis. We have a series of talks tonight. Um, Duke rape is is back in the news. Chicago. Did ever really leave? We have a woman being thrown out of a seven-story project. Uh, also, TNB girl stabbed in her eye, now wearing a patch due to a hair insult. As well as Stuart Levy being confirmed by the Senate to the Department of the Treasury's uh, Department for Terrorism and Financial Intelligence. As well as uh, Conway and Whitman uh, uh, in L.A., radio show. Alex, I think you have something to say about that. Yeah, I was on there and I'll talk about that. And uh, internal news. VNN, always interesting. What's happening behind the scenes? Of Keep in VNN. mind, yeah, our main, our main sites here are GoVNN.com and GoyFire.com where we got our 38 shows on file. And each time, in case you're a new list or maybe you're coming over, you heard me on Conway Whitman, uh, we, we run down the topics of the, of the day that are not covered in the Jew-controlled media. Uh, outside of very narrow local uh, circles. So we put and it in a national context. Uh, VNNforum.com, where thousands meet every day. Yeah, to, yeah there's uh, a reason the newspapers and Bill O'Reilly are dying. Yeah, and the young white male uh, leadership of the coming generations is leaving the, the mainstream crap TV, and they're coming to places like us. And the same thing with radio. It's boring. It's parched jejune. Stereotype, but we give you the reality of it. So, that said, on with uh, on with uh, number one. Yes, the top story tonight: Duke rape back in the news. August 29th, we have an article here from Slate 
news or slate.com and uh, it's called a witness for the prosecution uh, imagine you are the world's most powerful newspaper and you have invested your credibility in yet another storyline that is falling apart cl crumbling as inexorably as Jason Blair's fabrications and the flawed reporting on Saddam Hussein's supposed WMD what to do if you're the New York Times and the story is the alleged gang rape of a black woman by three white Duke lacrosse players, a claim shown by mounting evidence to be almost certainly fraudulent, you tone down your rhetoric while doing your utmost to prop up a case that has been almost wholly driven by prosecutorial and police misconduct. Shane? Yeah, and, and I'll just read a little more, and by bad journalism. So, now this emphasizes, and this is a guy who has hauled up the neocons before. He's a lawyer who's a, a himself a conservative uh, named uh, Stuart Taylor writing this in Slate. And his, he, he says, you know, this has been, the case against Duke is, is an alleged gang rape alleged by a, a Negro stripper against three white Duke students. And it was obviously bogus from day one, pretty much because the other woman, the other stripper that she went to this party with said that it was, it was uh, I forget her exact words, but she said it was a joke. And then they uh, they worked on her and got her to change her story a little, but there's absolutely no evidence to back up the claim put forward by this essentially nigger whore. I don't know if she ever specifically took sex for money, but she uh, you know she was definitely a stripper or what have you. But the point she here really is that whore. she was a dancing whore. Yeah, she she was dancing, and and I don't know that she ever was involved in prostitution, but if not, she was certainly right around the edges of it. I know she'd committed other crimes, but my point here is that. As Stuart Taylor says, he underlines our case, the media is functioning as an arm of government, and the government is corrupt. So corrupt cops backed by corrupt journalists are able to lie about the state of things and thereby create an even worse state of things that is yet more comfortable for the Jew and worse for ordinary white people like us. And they claim whites are privileged. Well, these, are, these, these privileged whites seem to be getting awfully screwed by the system, and no one cares about the facts. So that's a perennial problem with the Jew-led left. They don't give a damn about the facts because it's, they're driven by ideology. So we have to report the real facts. I'll let you guys go ahead. My, my point is that there have been other gang rapes out there. And, in fact, I just searched before I went to Conway Whitman. I thought I might talk about him. Uh, was a gang rape of an 11-year-old Mexican girl by 10 Fresno uh, football players. There's a couple community colleges up there. And we talked about this in an earlier Goy Fire. And the fact is there's been almost no follow-up on that. You have not seen anything in the media on it. And the other one was the rape by four black teenagers of a retarded white girl out in Lockport, New York. And there's nothing now on Google on that. There's four stories that were in the local media paper that are now in the paid archives. And uh, nothing more. Absolutely no interest nationwide in covering this. The Duke... Rape, gang rape hoax has been written about literally thousands of times. I mean, there's there's uh, literally yeah. four to five figures of, of references to that story. Uh, yeah, just to take it a quote here. Uh, what we have here is an alleged 30-minute gang rape plus brutal beating taking place in a small bathroom by three men without condoms, at least two of whom supposedly ejaculated, a rape in which police found none of the defendant's DNA on the supposed victim and none of hers in the bathroom, while the Times asserts that experts say it is possible for a rapist to leave no DNA as evidence. It's hard to imagine the crime alleged to have happened here leaving none.
The 23 pages of hospital reports by two doctors and four nurses show, show no vaginal or anal tearing, no significant bruises or signs of beating, and no visible injuries others, other than minor scratches on her knee and heel with a mild swelling of the vaginal walls, which that could have come from consensual sexual activities, including performing with a vibrator. Nafang's own file showed the accuser saying her rapist had not used condoms and that she had spat semen on the floor. Yeah, the New York Times here on the Internet has at least an eight-page, web-page article on this. And what they've done is really quite similar to what they did in the case of, uh, I guess it was the Ukrainian famine. That is, they didn't report it and got the Nobel Prize for it, essentially. So in this case, the New York Times is said to drive national media, but... Uh, I haven't been watching the national media, but it seems that they've kind of dropped the Duke case. Isn't that true in the United States? Or have uh, well, then, well, would that be the uh, uh, the holding your peace prize? Yeah, I think they backed off on this some, but uh, on the on the Duke thing. But listen to this. This is from the Lou Rockwell blog that I saw today by uh, William L. Anderson. Basically, they've gone so far. I mean, they they have apparently quite actively, uh, essentially conspired to do everything possible to put this in a situation where they can press forward with the prosecution. He says, now they have demonstrated through the ATM camera that one of the three accused was at an ATM at the time the woman alleged the rape took place. So he's absolutely out of it. But still, this is how far they go. I'm quoting William Anderson. The cab driver who gave Reed Seligman, one of the three accused, a ride when prosecutor Michael Nifon claimed Seligman was committing a rape elsewhere was acquitted of criminal charges yesterday. Moaz Eldin Ahmed El Mostafa gave a ride to shoplift for Lisa Hawkins after she had stolen purses. Blah, 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 blah. So I earlier blogged that the Duke prosecutor would try to trump up charges against El Mostafa. He's, claiming, he's trying to claim that this foreign cab driver who drove Seligman to the ATM was involved with a purse snatching uh, as a way to uh, um, attack at Seligman's credibility when, when the camera shows him there to assert. I mean, this is America? This is this is Ameriquad 2006, and he, he, people maybe who've never been involved with the system are tempted to believe that the authorities are are fairer and righter more often than they're wrong. But I can tell you, if if it ever touches you, you will find otherwise. It's just a cruel gang. This prosecutor actually, he's a white Chavez, and uh, this is. Um you know, this is right. What's a Chavez for, for new people who maybe don't know what you're referring to there? Well, a Chavez is a, essentially someone who's a step and fetch it for Jewish, uh, the mindset or the Jewish uh, multicult. It's a Chavez Goyim that does the Saturday work when the Jews by law are not allowed to, so they, they pay some pitiful Goyim to, to slop their buckets, essentially. Yeah, so that's what he means by Chavez for you new listeners. Uh, Warman. Yeah. And Warman. I mean to say is, you can imagine how much better, relatively better it is, I would suppose, to have a white man in this position than in, say, uh, Aztlan or these other places in the United States, Atlanta perhaps, and other places in the United States where whites are clearly a minority. And it's about 50-50 here in uh, uh, Durham where this has taken place. And we know that the, the Nifong, the prosecutor, went through an election, which I guess he won, or, or maybe the election has, he maybe went through a primary. He won. No, he and, won and he won, yeah. So he's still there, even though he's carrying out this. You know, and they, they want to. The whiteness studies, the people who want to abolish whiteness are claiming that whites are privileged. But the privilege of these rich Duke kids is to be accused of rape when there's absolutely no evidence. And the word of a, a Negro stripper is taken ahead of honest white kids. 
Right, there's also another blogspot. It's uh, durhamwonderland.blogspot.com. That's spelled D-U-R-H-A-M, Wonderland. It's Durham in Wonderland, right? This, yeah. is, is this mentioned in the Stuart Taylor article at Slate, which is on VNN? He links to it. Uh, he links but, to it. In but this is, he really goes point for point, and um, he has here, he, he has pictures where they had posters of all the players on the uh, lacrosse team that were put up all over campus and said, you know, please cooperate with authorities. Mm-hmm. Uh, just real character assassination and... Um, the association of whites with a crime in the mass mind there, when no crime yeah, had they, they marched, what, like all 48 members of them in and made them give DNA, except for the black member of the team. This is all done very <laughs> conspicuously and publicly to shame the evil white men who supposed Sergeant to Gottlieb, who interviewed this uh, uh, Negro's Ho, uh, the first one, he's been accused now of revising his original police report. In other words, uh, correcting it to uh, jibe with uh, the prosecutor's Yeah, that's fiction. the misconduct, misconduct which I mentioned before. But here we have uh, the statement or uh, part from Durham Wonderland blogspot. He says here, during the course of the lacrosse case, three of Mike Nafong's statements should have outraged every lawyer in the country and every person who holds even a sliver of respect for civil liberties. One, quote, One would wonder why one needs an attorney if one was not charged and had not done anything wrong. That was the first statement he made. Two, none of the facts that I know at this time, indeed none of the evidence that I have seen from many sources, changed the opinion that I expressed initially. Uh, Parentheses here. Nafang expressed his initial opinion on the case on March 27th before most of the evidence in the case was in. So he made this statement after the DNA evidence more or less acquitted them. And the third, DNA results can often be helpful, but, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, and most of the years I've been doing this, we didn't have DNA. We had to deal with sexual assault cases the good old-fashioned way. Witnesses got on the stand and told what happened to them. Here, here's, an, here's another interesting thing I see on this, uh, this blog. In his court hearing in May, and this is from the Durham, and Wonder, Durham Wonderland.blogspot.com, in his court hearing in May, Reed Seligman received a death threat from a member of the new Black Panthers Party who sat directly behind him in the courtroom. What did Durham County's Minister of Justice do? Nothing. Now think about Canada coming after me for citing an opinion that uh, killing their little punk dictators would be an act of liberation. Uh, well, people made direct physical threats outside of Paul Fromm's home that they were going to burn him out, and here's someone making a direct physical threat sitting right behind the guy, and the fucking Zog does nothing. So you think whites are first? Whites are not even second class citizens in America; they're third class, and they're not. You know, citizens. Alex, they're simply George there to Lincoln pay Rockwell. taxes to, to grow colonies of niggers and, and help the Jews. Uh, George Lincoln Rockwell, in his book White Power which is available as a PDF file on solargeneral.com, stated that, I guess it was around 1965 or 66, I've forgotten the exact year he was assassinated, but in any case, that the Black Panthers, the original ones, uh, around that time walked into the California State Legislature, I believe carrying uh, automatic weapons at the time, and uh, just stood there, and absolutely nothing happened. Yeah, and it's much like Israelis are allowed to run around with uh, automatic weapons here in the U.S., whereas if you do it, you will get uh, charged and thrown in jail for doing it. 
And that's what they have the ATF for, to make sure that white men are never able to rise up and uh, overthrow the, the kike dictators running this country. There, there's an absolute double standard, and niggers are never held to the white standard because niggers aren't there to meet white standards. They're there to destroy white standards. That's the whole point in uh, liberating the bad dog that is the nigger community. And well, a lot uh, of it's not such a liberation for whites. They, they know they're not fully human, I mean, so they, they, they allow for that. I sure. That's part of that. If you unleash a rabid dog, and you, you don't call that civil rights. You call that sicking a rabid dog on the human community. And uh, blacks, given, given the facts about their behavior, are legitimately compared to a rabid dog. Yeah, which, again, I encourage everyone to listen or go to South Africa's crap.blogspot.com. There, he updates it every day. I was reading today uh, the, the conf- true confessions of a... Uh, carjacker, who is now a uh, fashion designer. So that's we have why South Africa is South Africa is crap at blogspot.com and DurhamWonderland.blogspot.com. So there's two good blogs out there that we have linked through GoVNN and Vanguard These local blog, blogs that you're champing, champion. Yeah, we yeah, Craig. I'm glad you brought that up. In fact, we have a new page listed on the right side. In the, the yellow background box on GoVNN that uh, lists local white blogs. That is, people who treat the news from a local white, per- the local news from a white perspective, just as we treat the national and global news from a white perspective. And we're we're starting to construct a system here of of liberated media. Yeah, and we white to the endangered minority on the planet. Let's not forget that. Or for those of you who don't know, that's the fact. Sixty-two percent of the planet are Asiatics, Chinese, yeah, white, Indonesians. What three hundred? What are whites about? What percent of Indian. the planet is made up of white men? Yeah, about eight percent or something. Less. Yeah, and falling yeah. fast. And if if you go around and you study, as we're saying it at the South Africa blog, uh, you see what happens where whites are a minority. They are absolutely preyed upon. You think it's bad now? It can get a hundred times worse, and it is. And in by South the way, Africa. pregnancy is a sign of confidence in the future. That's why you see all these fat Indian squaws walking around pregnant in Aztlan. Or Castellan, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they yeah, raise well, their standard of living by coming to America. They lower ours. Yeah, well, from the blog to the bog, we have here a case in uh, in Chicago of a uh, white woman being uh, raped and assaulted. Uh, this on the heels of this Duke, this this revisionary Duke article in the New York Times. Uh, in California, Elman's mother was begging for help, too, calling Chicago's police a dozen times through the night and following day. How could she rescue her 21-year-old daughter who suffered from bipolar disorder, was stranded in an unfamiliar city and had been arrested for a disturbance at the airport? Time after time, she says, police told her to call back later. The last time Kathy Payne called on May 8th, police floored her with unexpected news. Elman had been released walking alone out the front door of the station at 51st Street and Wentworth Avenue into one of Chicago's highest crime neighborhoods. Three hours later, Eilman plummeted from a seventh-floor window of a nearby public housing high-rise wearing only underwear, a shock that has raised troubling questions within the Chicago Police Department about whether officers' actions led a vulnerable woman to disaster. This is unbelievable. You've got to go to vnnforum.com, listeners, and and, and check this out. And this is a really beautiful Aryan girl, beautiful face, uh, good body, but apparently some kind of mental problems. And they let her out. 
and these niggers rape her and throw out, throw her out the window of the project that the white man, the very white man who fathered her, huh, it's his tax money being used to build these projects, to grow these colonies of ape monkeys called niggers. I mean, this is just insane. And we got, and where's his son? His son's probably over fighting in Iraq so that, to defend this system so that we have more of it. This is insanity. It's insane that we put up with the Jews running our country when this is the result. And it happens all the time. That's what we're here at Goyfar to tell you because you can't get it in the controlled media. They, they cover it up. Instead of these subhumans to attack us and attack women like this, Christina, we should be subsidizing high IQ people and, and, and beautiful, uh, physically beautiful, high IQ people as Hitler yes. did to and have... Uh, the better. I, I remember one of my favorite posters, white nationalist posters, is one in which it shows very, very beautiful model type and just you know the, the ideal uh, white woman, so to speak. And uh, it says, if Hitler had won, there'd be more women like this. And you know we can do it with uh, Irish wolfhounds or uh, uh, chickens or cattle or anything else eugenics. And the Jews do it. When the Jews do it, that's love. But when we suggest doing it, and instead. Uh, our tax money gets ripped off to uh, create monsters that attack us. You're you're absolutely right, Craig. And I know you're a Fox fan like me. And you know they can't spare one day out of the weeks they spend on on John, John Mark Carr to devote to a woman like this. And you know that they're looking for ratings and they're looking for inflammatory material. But what do they use? They only use semitically correct stuff. Just like Nancy Grace on CNN, they always put up the white male and claim he's, he's molesting children, blah, blah, blah. They ignore yeah. cases like this that would objectively bring them in more money because it doesn't uh, fit their political agenda. And that goes for the so-called conservative ones. Every bit yeah, as I much as the liberal ones. I laugh because there is a macabre humor to Fox, and that's about it. And you can just go... Fox is liberals. ...and Jew experts come on, and, and the Zion War, uh, when are we going to hit Iran? But... Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, this this story hits home because most white nationalists challenge antis uh, uh, with dropping them off in a so-called high-crime neighborhood filled with niggers. Well, this girl didn't last three hours before she was raped and thrown out of a seventh-floor seventh floor window. No, just imagine her walking around. This is the south side of Chicago that Jim Croce uh, sang about. Little south side of Chicago. Just imagine her walking around after being released from that jail and how quickly the nigger zoomed right in on her. And uh, how, how late was it? Two or three hours later, Aegis, that she was dead? Three hours later, yeah. Three hours tops. We pretend these animals are our equals and we allow them the full measure of, of citizenship. In fact, we promote them legally. They are legally privileged over normal white people. Eight, eight monkey niggers like this who receive our wages as though they're due it or it's some kind of reward. Craig, do you remember the story a few years ago where, like, three white kids in Michigan uh, accidentally they were going home and they got off at the wrong stop in a black neighborhood and I think like two of them ended up dead and the the girl was raped and shot, I believe. You know, and I don't remember that one, but it sounds typical. Yeah, it, 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 I I definitely remember it. I don't remember the names of the kids or what it was, but it was a few years ago when VNN got started. But this sort of thing happens fairly often, and it's like. You do one wrong thing, and it's open season on you. And that's how niggers look at white people. We are something for them to prey on. And the Jews rewrite the laws so that that is, in fact, the case. And the media only cover it so that we are portrayed as the guilty party, as as we saw in the Duke case. But this is the story. The story of this Eilman woman is this is what's actually going on. We are the victims of, of the blacks and the Jews who sick them on us. 
And this is just horrifying. And we shouldn't put up with it. And, and we can issue. make a difference. We can change it. But and we have, have to work issue. together. And she can continuously cried out for help, sometimes hysterically, and police repeatedly rebuffed her. Yeah, even those nigger whores in the jail were saying, let that go, something's wrong with that girl, you know, and I guess they ought to know, they run around with psychopath uh, pimps and everything. <laughs> I mean, that's how bad it is. It was. So Now, this woman, by the way, is brain damaged, ages, what is she, 22 years old, isn't that right? She's totally well, brain damaged. Yeah. Uh, I think her dad said he hopes that someday she might be able to put a spoon in her mouth. Well, I mean, good Lord, she, it's amazing she's alive. I mean, this is, she's thrown out it of is. a seventh oh. story, and she she lived, but she's more or less a vegetable, I guess. And just a beautiful woman, too. I mean, what a, what a tragedy. And th this is the system that... <laughs> the, the, the Negro DNA is essentially a crucible for death and destruction, and, and it, it remains to be seen if it will win out over whites. I know that sounds cynical, but they are... If all you're looking for is viciousness and the killing urge, it takes quite a long time historically to get angry, it seems. But when they do, when we do, uh, it's, it's pretty bad news for everyone else. And, and we should be angry because even short of this sort of atrocity is... is uh, I was walking downtown. Kirksville is a town square like most small towns. And you hear some nigger in a beater driving up from two blocks away. And he's just destroyed the, the peace and serenity... For as long as he's driving his car around the block or through the block and past it and whatever, and this begins to happen more and more often as niggers move into an area, they destroy our culture because they're a bunch of stupid jungle savages. You know, they don't kind of moon, moon crickets for nothing. Yeah, well, if you go into the northeast now, this is Chicago, but just all of these old colonial neighborhoods are checkered with these public housing high-rises, otherwise known as PJs, and it's Are you fucking kidding, man? It's wall to wall. It goes on about 58 blocks, man. I, I, <laughs> I hear Stan laughing. <laughs> Stan knows. I drove TAAs through there, man. I had about 8,000 of them in there. I thought, fuck it, this thing breaks down. <laughs> and then uh, guys were telling me, don't worry, they can't read those things. It's bad, Aegis, I'm telling you. Yeah, public over. housing. Who built those things? Well, they're, they're juice social engineers came up with these huge high-rise projects, like Cabrini Green is the one in Chicago. And there was some Rod, Robert Johnson ones, I think, in St. Louis. But they, they've ended up destroying some of them because they were uh, <laughs> just nigged out roach motels, essentially. So now that <laughs> their whole theory is to try to move them into to mixed income areas, i.e. move in uh, gang-slash-ghetto niggers into uh, higher-income white areas and essentially destroy them. I mean, they have that literally in some of the very high-priced condo areas of San Francisco. They import these fucking ape niggers, and, you know, they're... Uh, they're doing their nigger thing, and they destroy it. They destroy property values. They destroy whatever they come in contact. And that is the goal of the social engineering judges that, as we know from our research, 50% of the law teaching slots at the top 10 schools are Jews, and they, they regularly turn out a legal product that endorses that kind of insanity, mixing blacks in at gunpoint with whites on their Planet-wide with white people, that the, these, these, these niggers are... Um, laudable or exotic or fascinating. Fuck. Anybody who's ever lived close to them knows that's not the case. Absolutely no, they're, they're dangerous. Uh, they're loud, ugly, uh, and if you get them at the wrong time, they're, they're violently impulsive. Mm -hmm. They're always stupid. They don't read anything. Bust they don't know anything. They make fucking a lot of noise, and it's not attractive noise. 
Yeah, they're working on their stupid be, cars out in the street, banging their boot boxes driving by. There'll always be a clutch of whites to back up any kind of insanity they want to try to foist upon uh, normal people. Mm-hmm. Right. It's funny that that high rise argument. Exactly. It's the high rise that are making the niggers. So just like it's the manganese in the uh, malt <laughs> well, liquor. Yeah, that's exactly right. They that's a liberal thing. They always want to blame some physical object rather than the will or the nature of the being in question. But I mean, the high rises were bad. There's certainly no doubt about that. But it wasn't what made them niggers. It made have made them ten percent niggerier. But it, you know, the, the nigger is the problem. That's the, many of the, the same high rises in Honolulu. It's called Cahill Park Terrace. Only the Samoans live there, and they do the same thing: toss people off them. You know, mm-hmm. have firefights between them and stuff. That's the same. And now, and is you, it you possible people would, to live in a high rise and be civilized? Yes, <laughs> sure, it's possible. <laughs> I, I've lived in a multi-story building. It's, it's not particularly attractive way of living, but it's possible. Hey, did you rip out the toilet to sell it? <laughs> Well, yes, Dan, but uh, I was having a nigger moment. <laughs> I was very angry, Stan, and, and I felt the toilet didn't want to do it. Felt I owed it to the toilet. <laughs> Some of you will know what that's from, but uh, uh, the yeah. So naturally, it occurred to them why why are we wasting our niggers by making giant nigger heaps when we could be ladling them out and spreading them out so that everybody could enjoy the niggers. And friends, when you look at classified advertising and you see HUD approved, that's what it means. It means niggers get a special low rate to move into your area. And, and spread the love with uh, subsidized loans. and Subsidized housing for the niggers. It's bad enough that they're living in the public housing and the taxpayer expense and all over again. But when they start getting displacing whites in middle-level and high-level management jobs, uh, that's the end of the road. How do you deal with that? Yeah, well, the communists didn't care. The communists didn't care about efficiency, anything else. It was ideology above everything. And And uh, boy, that's how it is in America today. Somebody's been requesting ages. The the, the Jews are the master of the rigged game. They love that quote. (laughs) Yeah, they they bet on all the horses, so they always have a winner. And they they back everything, even even white nationalists. That's why you have to you listening to this have to be careful. You have to make sure that something is what it seems to be. Very often, or most of the time, it isn't. Yeah, or they back the one and hobble the others. But, uh, yeah, we don't want to get too stuck up on this one TMB when we have another. Uh, Schoolgirl stabbed pupil in eye. A teenage girl stabbed a fellow pupil in the eye with a pair of scissors after taunting her about her long hair. A court heard yesterday the 15-year-old victim, who cannot be named for legal reasons, was lucky not to lose her sight in the attack during the school lunch break. After stabbing her several times in the eye, head, and back, the teenager's tormentor walked away, leaving the girl lying in a pool of blood. Yeah. Now, does it say the attacker was a nigger? Uh... Yeah, well, the girl charged with the stabbing told police that it was, in fact, the victim who had started the fight. She said that the stabbed girl had called her a, quote, dirty black bitch and a little nigger. And uh, let me me address this. First of all, I can guarantee you this. Niggers hate white girls not only because they're more attractive, but specifically because they can grow hair past their ears, which nigger bitches can't do. So nigger girls see the white girls are more attractive. They see the black boys like the white girls, prefer them. 
because they're more feminine and more attractive, and that builds up tremendous resentment and jealousy. Now, if we were living as segregated as a, as a constitution intended, that wouldn't be a problem. But when we mix them together at gunpoint, this sort of thing results. The Jew that mixed the races is directly responsible for the scissors out, sticking out of that white girl's eye. And Jews intend uh, what they call civil rights is intended to result in this stuff. The Jews are directly yeah. guilty for it. It's genocidal attack on our people carried out by Jews. Jews. That's what civil rights white is. Girls either. And, you know, I, I guarantee you, if, she, if the white girl did say that, and niggers usually lie about that, I, I guarantee you that she had been harassed day after day after day because I've known kids who have gone to these schools, and that's what they say. They just, the, the males and the females get perpetually harassed by the gangs of niggers, and the black girls hate white girls. They even, we ran an article on VNN from a, a light-skinned white girl who was actually, I think she was a mulatto, and the, the the hood rat s's hated her because she was better looking than they were. So it's not even it's not even just a white thing. It's any anybody who doesn't look like a pure jungle ape, they fucking hate him. And they may not always stab them in the eye, but they do it a hell of a lot of the time, or they may cut them with a razor blade. And this is the society we've created. And they want to tell us that we're the moral, you know, paragon that should go around the world and bomb people until they become more like us. You know, this is our liberated women that, that we're trying to get all the Arabs. Yeah, take off your veil so that the nigger can better stab you in the eye and call it democracy. Well, really, the reason children and their parents go along with it, it's a threat of violence or that the threat that the, the, the dark races will make things very uncomfortable, both in the institutions of uh, education and in the workplace. If we don't oh, there's, there's fear out there. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of fear. Yeah, terrorism. It, it, that's what the threat held over whites. Look, you, either you, you obey our genocidal laws or we'll sick the niggers on you. And, of course, we're going to sick them on you anyway, but it'll, it'll take a little longer if you just quiet and be a good little veal American and don't do anything about it. Don't fight back. Alex, then I dare you to say that in Compton. Yeah, that, that's what these clowns on uh, Conway Whitmer are saying. You know what I'd say in Compton? I'd say, who brought you over to America? A bunch of Jewish slave ship owners. Important you and Farrakhan. Check it out. Look up the secret relationship between blacks and Jews and learn the truth the Jews hide from you. I like to uh, make note of the incisive things guys say on our forum, uh, vnnforum.com members. And one guy said, can you imagine somebody telling Sean Hannity, hey, yeah, I'd like to say that, uh, Sean, in, in, in front of Hezbollah, you see, which is exactly <laughs> the... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just as fair, you know? <laughs> yeah. but, it, but this is the sort of thing, and another point to make here, this is the sort of thing you subject your, your child to if you send him or her to a public school. Blacks raping girls in the stairwell, blacks selling drugs in the bathroom, uh, completely dumbed-down curriculum. I've got three stories in letters 831.06 about SAT scores just dropped the largest amount in like 20 years. And remember, the, the test has already been dumbed down to artificially raise the scores. Another one about political correctness in textbooks. Another one that says pe kids do better when they study uh, under teachers of their own sex. Well, sex, try race. If, if you segregated them by race, they do a hell of a lot better on these tests. But, of course, that is immoral, claim the dictators of our society, the Jews. Yeah, they, they don't want their own kids. There aren't little Jews going to these public schools. They're yeah, your you son and daughter, especially if you're working class and you can't, you don't have the money to avoid this. They will. This is exactly what will happen to your to your girl. They will hate her if she has any kind of looks at all. The niggers will hate her and attack her. And even if she doesn't, they'll just despise her. And the same thing with this your is also son. Part of the source of of, of why uh, Congo loyalists want to want to screw white women 
it's, I think it's simply uh, they're impelled in part, not completely, to improve their own DNA. I mean, they instinctively know that. Well, oh, look, we all know that there, there's no equality. Whites are better than blacks. That's obvious even to blacks. Yeah, <laughs> the only people it isn't obvious to are some of the, the brainwashed whites. Yeah, look at all those black dolls on the shelf. Yeah, they've proven in, in the taste in the, in the test that even even black kids prefer white dolls. There's something instinctively nicer, you know. There's lighter and cleaner and better. And they and they use that for brown versus board. But but this is really we could we could highlight the hair jealousy is a, is a big part of the uh, black female consciousness, because like I said, they they evolved in different circumstances than white. So the people want to say it's skin. Well, it's not just skin differences. It goes all the way to the marrow, but it's also hair differences. They hair evolved to, to get to, to get rid of heat. You don't want to have a whole bunch of hair, so their their hair uh, sheds heat more easily. But the the sad part for them is they cannot grow up past their ears. That's why they have all the weaves, fro additions, <laughs> so that they can pretend that they have long, nice hair like whites do, but they don't. For for all these neocons or white neocons who look up to Thomas Jefferson, he actually said something along the lines I can't quote it precisely that. Just as a uh, uh, as a monkey or, a, or an orangutan would, would idolize a black, in the same fashion, a black would idolize a white. That's essentially what he said. It's pretty funny. Actually, I don't know why they don't carve it in granite out there in D.C. right on the memorial. We need a little revisionist history there. Yeah, they uh, yeah they pick and choose when it comes to carving Jefferson's words into stone. But the bottom line is, as he said, the black and white cannot live under the same government. And this is a perfect example of that. And he said if you do try to mix them, uh, one race will almost surely destroy the other. Well, this is it. This, this little nigger bitch is allowed to uh, stab this white girl in the eye. And that could well be your daughter if you send her to a public school. It's open season on whites. And whites, you have nothing to lose by joining us and everything to gain. Fear of being socially your stigmatized and your pride and your dignity. Craig, what's fear of being socially stigmatized versus being stabbed in the eye with scissors? You know, put those in your hands and weigh one and feel which one is heavier. Yeah. Just because you don't know about it doesn't mean it's not happening. I'm and telling you, live some in people, city, you know this stuff is happening and you know it's never talked people. about. Some people are so fearful, uh, so conscious about their Semitic. Uh, uh, reputation, they would rather give that eye than make a stand. They don't see they have somewhere to turn, but they do. Come to us. We will organize you. We will build a counterforce that will eventually culminate in a new nation with no blacks Drop and no Jews in it. Kids. There's nothing more radical than white racism you can do than pro-white. Nothing more we don't need coloreds to make a civilized society. All the old people listening to this know that, and the young people should know that, too. We don't need the coloreds and Jews. They are not the heroes they tell you in the public school textbooks. We are perfectly competent to build our own society without them dragging us down and stabbing us in the eye, throwing us out of buildings, and making up lies against our brothers, accusing them of rape. I mean, my God. How come you never hear this stuff on the, on the conservative channels? They don't even report these stories, let alone put them in the proper context as we just have here. Why is that? It's because you live in a goddamn dictatorship, and the Jews are the dictators, and they intend your people's genocide. You are our people. Come with us. Work with us. We encourage you in every possible way. VNNforum.com. Join and discuss this. Go VNN.com. You can read news and commentary. Uh, Goyfire.com. You can hear our... This is our 38th show. 
We got lots of great stuff for you. We got print newspapers that we put out. Join us, and we're going to form communities on the ground. Also, that's coming shortly. I won't say more till it's it's reified, but uh, it's coming. Well, this takes us to the Department of the Treasury's Undersecretary for Terrorism and Financial Intelligence (TFI), Stuart Levy. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Hey, 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 just read that slowly so that listeners can savor. This is America, right? We're, the demo- we're a democracy. Land of the free. Now, now, read that title and really snuff on it like it's catnip. Okay. Stuart Levy was confirmed by the Senate on July 21st, yes. 2004, to serve, as, to serve as, as the Department of the Treasury's Undersecretary for terrorism and financial intelligence. Wow, wow, that is really something. And I'm guessing we get to pay a large salary to this man to spy on our banking records. He He's an expert. Uh, he, he's in there. He knows what's going on. He's, he, I mean, he has transactions he, on he his desk. That spying, there, there was a case recently, I was, it was out of uh, Europe, I think Amsterdam or Belgium, in which uh, probably Levy's very organization had used the SWIFT codes to spy on Americans all around the world who are moving money internationally. And um, this Levy, by the way, just to tell you about him, he spent 11 years in private practice at the Washington law firm of Miller, Cassidy, LaRocca, and Lewin. Now, the, this was a boutique a firm, one article called it, which would often go before the United States Supreme Court. And in late 2000, a Texas mega firm of Baker and Botts acquired this firm, and they'd all, they thought all the kikes with connections to D.C. and the Zionist lobby would stay right there and continue to argue before the Supreme Court. But they all scattered like roaches, and Levy ended up here. Now, interestingly, this fellow Lewin, who was one of Levy's partners, is a Chabad Lubavitcher. And the Chabad Lubavitchers are the, the uh, proponents of Noahide laws. And uh, this is a really kind of deep subject, and it goes in quite detail. But basically what it is is Jewish supremacism uh, based on the uh, ethic or the idea that Eretz is and the Jews from ancient times should be the rulers of the world and all other peoples are insignificant and, and uh, lessers. So those are the laws that basically said that Jews can kill a a Gentile without any consequence. All all this, uh, the Babylonian Talmud, people can search Babylonian Talmud on Google. But uh, this, look, these Chabad Lubavitchers, um, our Homeland Secretary, Michael Chertoff himself, uh, was the son of a rabbi. And you may remember last Christmas, that is the Christmas of 05, they had these giant menorahs around the world, 30 and 40 foot, and Chertoff actually stood behind a sign that said Chabad Lubavitchers in front of this huge 40 foot menorah, which was literally, it was within tens or at least twenties uh, of yards of either the Capitol or the White House. And then uh, finally, I guess Yahoo pulled those pictures. But again, to return to these Jewish undersecretaries and secretaries, not to mention the regular ones, these people are 2.4% of the United States. And they're so interlocked with 501c3s, which are financed by defense contractors, and also with Israel itself, for instance, with the Jerusalem Post, 
and with the intelligentsia and the talking heads, the lawyers, which we've talked about, uh, are predominantly uh, uh, Jewish in the law schools and uh, both the, uh, the deans of the law schools and nowadays even the student body are all very disproportionately Jewish. And this happened in uh, also the Weimar Republic. So what's happened is whites are displaced in these positions. And this will eventually, and it is already now, we know, fomenting a lot of hate and resentment by white people because it's natural when you when you denigrate a people uh, totally out of kilter with their skills, which is what Jews are doing to whites, there's going to be a lot of problems, and that's happening now. So all you uh, Fox people who watch these Jewish propagandists who are Chabad Lubavitchers, radical, kooky, loony, uh, kikes who believe this Jewish supremacism, they're in the top positions of your government. You better wake up to it. I and mean, we're paying their salary and you know, to, to create these own. new homeland security divisions. And you try it. I've mentioned this on Goyfire before. I mean, this has a personal feel. You go open a, an, an account, open a business account, and have them ask you about, do you plan to send any money internationally? How much do you plan to be taken in and out of your account? And a whole battery of questions that they will openly tell you are, uh, due to the War on Terror and the Patriot Act, written by this Vietnamese little dink communist who's now, he's an American, I am an American, I write Patriot Act. You know, uh, these are the clowns now running, the third world clowns and the Jews who uh, ringmaster them are now running our country. And they're putting in their third world ways of thinking, uh, which are uh, <laughs> in line with the Jewish ways of thinking, as Craig says, with the Noahide laws, N-O-A-H-I-D-E, I suppose taken from Noah. Yeah, well, this and also uh, this uh, reminds me or of uh, the old East German system where you had to exchange money at the border in order to interact with the people there. So I have the feeling that they're watching transactions just because they want to keep the the fiat dollar well, in in the system. Ages, that's a, that's a Marxist. That's one of Marx's ten planks: is tr uh, international tracking international capital flows and basically not letting any money out of the country, except what you want to allow. Definitely, because that's then an it gets another Marxist plank. Yeah, it gets another value once it's translated into another system, and, often and a, a more folks, solvent system. Let, let me tie this. Let me tie this together with the last story. You think they're unrelated? You know, a, big, a Jew appointed this ridiculous position overseeing and terrorizing Americans in the name of fighting terror, but. Political systems are not abstract. They come organically from the type of people that the government is designed for, or that it, it comes from the people. It's not designed for them. It comes out of them because it reflects their character and their beliefs and their desire to protect themselves. Well, now we have, we have Dinks writing the, the uh, Patriot Act. We've got Jews setting up these Noahide institutions to govern us by Jewish law. Well, we talked about the girl being stabbed in the eye. Well, her other, and this girl is, is, is a young teenager, right? She's not a full adult. And two, she had two friends who helped hide the, sister, the scissors that she stabbed the white girl with. Well, now, white criminal justice doesn't treat people who aren't adults the same way as it does treat adults. And you can only do that if you have a system in which people are basically law-abiding so that you can treat youngsters a little more leniently. But when niggers are inherently violent and jungle-like, the Anglo-American system doesn't work for non-Anglo-American people. It doesn't work for non-whites who are basically not violent. But yet these people have to be fitted into that system. So they can attack us and get off pretty much scot-free 
Whereas we never attack them at all. Well, look, white people, you have to fight back. The white system only works for white people. And when it's run by these others, they're going to run it in the interests of their tribe, which means, quote, as someone told a friend of mine who was on a jury, there's already too many brothers in jail. And she used that as an excuse for not uh, convicting an obviously guilty uh, black male. And, and we are suffering. We need a system by and for white people like America used to be. Well, we have to move forward to something new, but that's in our interest as a people. And the Jews will do everything they can to deny that we are a people. They're race deniers. They're Aryan deniers. Uh, Holocaust denial. The Holocaust is just a bogus allegation. The Aryan race is real, and it has real interest. And we here are some of the only people in America who are advocating that interest. And we want you to join us and make our cause stronger. Our cause is your no. cause. Please note that the same people that deny that there's a, such a thing as race or that uh, there are any differences between all these uh, United Nations invaders are the same people that is Jews who promote their own people as a very special people and get away with that. And another thing I wanted to say about this fifth estate, Alex, this, uh, uh, this Associated Press writer named Barry Schweed Schweid, I think, uh, has this article. <laughs> I mean, this is how deep it goes. You got some other Jew, and he says that uh, he quotes Stephen Levy in an interview Monday with the Associated Press. Well, what he's probably talking about is an interview with himself. And instead of saying in an interview this reporter conducted with Stephen Levy, you know, it's just hidden. And another thing, Levy's trying to get people to pull their money out of Iran. Look, white Americans should be really shocked about this Iran thing. I, I mean, didn't we see this before with Iraq? And we know where we are now with that. Yeah, I guess they what think is people... What, is it $2 billion a day or something in Iraq? Yeah, Not and they're really yeah. pushing it hard. And yeah. Bush right. is saying he will, he will not leave office with Iran having any kind of nuclear capability. And look, Bush has no future, so he, he has nothing to lose by, by trying to, to win out in the fourth quarter by starting a, a, a final successful war against Iran. I bet you he's thinking like that. And, of course, the neocons are still hot and heavy for war. We've got an 831 Letters NPR interview with Michael Ledeen, who's a Jew, who calls himself, well, I don't know, a revolutionary Democrat. And he's one of these, oh, creative destruction and, and liberation through destroying things uh, type Jews who's remaking the world, tikkun olam, uh, remaking the world by bombing it to death. And, yeah, let's and not hectoring the, the remains, hectoring the rubble. I might have gone over a lot of people, Alex. Can you can you say that? that it's a, it's a link to an NPR interview with Michael Ledeen, who's a neocon architect of the uh, war we have going on now. That's wasting American white boys' blood and treasure in the name of right, extending Israel to make influence. The world better, which is really. We don't need the Jews. The Jews are operating America against our interests, and we've given you uh, you know a good solid half dozen examples here in this Goy fire and on every other Goy fire too. Yeah, and let's not forget Syria. Syria is a part of that. And uh, there has been, the, the comparison has been made to the old in British Empire of uh, saber-rattling across the world. Uh, they were in Iraq back in the uh, 19th century. Uh, so as we become more entangled with the bankers, they become more empowered to direct our foreign policy into these endless wars and uh, asset grabbing. And the British Empire was the first example. And now, after, well, after the Brentwood Agreement of World War II, we became the second British Empire. And now we're, we're living you know, out the same fate. Just, there's just no check on what our government does because 
the, as I say, the media is a bureaucratic function. It's an arm of the government. It's the same thing. The newspaper is essentially a government form. It's always filled out in exactly the same way. There's certain categories and certain terms that are always used. And there, so there's, in effect, really, there's no news. It just is called news, but like everything else in the newspaper, that's a lie. Did you notice this? Because they don't allow reality to intrude on their fantasies. And you ran up against this on the Conway and Whitman show? I sure did. I mean, uh, LA. They, I'm treated, you know, they're, they're calling my girlfriend a whore and X, Y, and Z and, and sticking completely to personal insults. Well, why is that? You know, they, they wouldn't treat Al Sharpton that way. Al Sharpton advocates for blacks. That's perfectly legal. And you're, you're respected as a, as a black advocate, even if you've made bogus allegations of rape. Well, I haven't committed any felonies or done anything radically wrong in my life. Why am I treated with disrespect? Well, because that's how the system sets it up. People who advocate for whites are inherently evil and immoral and can be tr- freely treated like shit. You see, and, and so as a price of uh, getting my facts and, and, uh, and reaction out to uh, five figures worth of people in, in Los Angeles, uh, I put up with that kind of garbage. And, of course, uh, thanks to the great work of our engineer, Stan, we already have it up uh, and, and on VNN. Go VNN. You can find it. Go to our, the right side in our uh, media index. And you can find it along with our other stuff. But uh, yeah, they're a, they're a comedy duo. One is Conway and Whitman. One is the son of uh, Tim Conway, who was a comedian. Uh, I'm not really familiar, but very very white comedy. Uh, and this is his son, who has a radio show in L.A. along with a guy named Brian Whitman, who fills in for Sean Hannity. And actually has a political show on WABC in New York. And I think he was the one that was particularly insulting, although they both really were. But uh, um, yeah, the absolute absolute refusal to debate substance and sticking to, to insult on their part. But we had some good callers in the show. Even some of them were coloreds. And, uh, but what it showed me is that the callers and the guests are interested in the substance of, of what the guest was discussing or tried to discuss. But the, the, uh, the hosts themselves are very afraid of that ground, not only because and of the one negress was e- the one negress was even hip to the, the Jews' Holocaust uh, wine. <laughs> I thought yeah, that was well, they, pretty funny. I, I'm telling you, it's not. It's purely the Jews who are producing not only our radio shows but our society that have the trouble with racial reality. It is not in their interest to allow it to be discussed, but the people want it. They, they, the producer told me the phone lines were lit up the whole time that uh, I was on there, so there's definitely interest in it. Yeah, and, try uh, to tell a black person that race doesn't exist. Yeah, I mean, their whole thing is based on race, and that's legitimated by the same Jewish media that denies us here at Goyfire and our white cause legitimacy. Complete double uh, like standards. Just like Craig said, they build a wall around Israel, but they tell us to, hey, you've got to be mixed in with the people who are going to stab your kids in the eyes. You know, Think how evil the Jews are to say that. Or even if you don't you want know, to call Alex, evil, just think how anti-us when, when, they are. When these guys asked you, are you invited home for the uh, reunions or for the family gatherings, Yeah. the message there is, has your family iced you out yet? And yeah, they're trying to imply that our views are so horrible that uh, even our own family dissociates from us. That's not at all the case. Well, it, it even harkens back to the war between the states when the cultural divides were so severe that even families were, 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 were cleaved. And really what they're telling you is, uh, has your family recognized you as, as, as one who t- should be ostracized, which is remarkable mm-hmm. because... Uh, who would take pride in that? I mean, who who would be happy about that? Oh, they're trying to imply this. This is the Jewish theme. 
the whole thing is based on instilling fear in white people, and they use their media uh, consensus. And it's only it's a consensus artificially produced because the media are a handful of conglomerates controlled by Jews, as we say, and they are able to create this false reality that is so intrusive and destructive and all overwhelming that it scares people. And that combined with their control of the legal system, they are able to inflict real costs on whites who stand up to them. And so few people are willing to. And they can scare them even away from their own family members. But that's not the case with me. Yeah, well, again, what I noticed was that they were playing a sort of the paragon role, whereas they are, they've been empowered to this position so that their opinion is more important than anyone else's, but also that they were the frame makers. They were framing you as an evil so-and-so, and and isn't it horrible, and now call in. Well, let, let me say, there's a couple interesting things about this is commercially formatted radio, and essentially... The, the editorial is just there to keep the ads apart, and, and there's just enough editorial to keep people not turning the channel, and it, it's frustrating as hell. What I love about Goyfire is we can go into things at depth and speak as long as we want and get our po- point of view out that is impossible. Corporate formatted stuff, the first opening segment, they had me on for an hour. The first segment's decent. You get a few minutes. Beyond that, it's just little two, three-minute blips where you get to throw a few punches, and then, boom, you're back in a commercial. So... They're independent reasons. It's it's not a very attractive format, uh, but uh, still, they're able to sell ads and they have their FCC license. So they were they were very quick to make the distinction. If you're if you're doing podcasts, you're not doing real radio. So yeah, yes, they are government licensed. They are government licensed uh, <laughs> radio providers. You know, so that they think that that makes them uh, great and puts them on a much higher level. And uh, it, yeah, it's not it's content based. It's um we were talking to each other in, in a lot of ways, and, and their point of view is, you, are, are you pulling the chicks and are you pulling the big bucks? And that's how they evaluate people. We here at Goyfire evaluate people based on uh, their integrity and what kind of a man they are. And that's really the, that's what's different and attractive about white nationalism compared to system politics. System politics, you always have to be grinning and lying. I mean, Glenn Beck on uh, CNN is the perfect example of the, the mangina. We're men. And and they're uh, it's just real men don't grin and shift their eyes from side to side all the time the way they do and these these clowns like Sean Hannity and Glenn Beck male uh, cheerleaders you know l- yeah. let me make another point too that this I believe one of the more the more slightly more insulting one was not Conway but the Whitman who I believe may be a Jew because uh, one of his he didn't I asked him that but he didn't answer one way or another but he's a little short guy and I'm reasonably sure that he is um, but the, he. He, in, in doing my research and reading up on these guys, they said that he's a, he's a liberal, but of course he, he takes the side of Israel in, in the war, so he's more or less a neocon who's actually calling himself a liberal. But they talked about how polite and, and, and uh, decent the guy was. But of course, if, when you listen to the show, that uh, <laughs> as Stan put it up, you'll hear that uh, uh, he's not quite so polite when he's dealing with a, a, a white person. And uh, of course, you know I don't. I dish out plenty of insults, and I don't mind them. But they're, they're, uh, what the, their insults are utterly a they're not true, and b they're beside the point. They absolutely were completely unwilling to discuss any kind of content. It was just yeah. one personal insult after the other. And, and well, they course, did. They would shit themselves before they'd say one tenth. They wouldn't say literally would not say one word of criticism of someone like an Al Sharpton who's a proven fraud. Well, they did uh, ask uh, about black serial killers. Uh, Chain, perhaps you have a few off. Yeah, that, that's a common argument. Well, I, I've that, been uh, running a thread for 
I guess. Yeah, well, they, they're, let me set up their claim, then uh, Chain can address it. Their claim is that only whites are, we know that interracial crime is 90% black on white, and we know that blacks are something like 12% of the population, but they commit 50% of all violent crime. That is the context. That is what matters. But the Jewish media likes to drag out these special instances and claim that, and really dramatize them and make it sound like whites are the only one committing them. And they did the, usually it's child, it's one of two. It's either the whites are molest children or whites are serial killers. Now, in fact, blacks are those things in greater numbers than whites. And um, apart from that, on a worldwide level, just use common sense. Don't, don't uh, use a numeracy or number illiteracy. Since whites are an extreme minority on the planet, say 8 to 12% tops, does it, doesn't it stand to reason that they've, uh, you know, 88% of the planet is non-white, that they're going to be non more non-white serial killers? Do you see what I mean? I mean, you know, yeah. serial killers are not just in the United States, you know. Come on, you're not that uh, uh, parochial, are you? But, uh, <laughs> yeah, look, the media doesn't talk, talk about this stuff. It doesn't exist, and they don't. They don't no, talk no, about it. Like I, the example I brought up, and Craig can bring up others, was the uh, zebra killers in San Francisco were a radical Muslim offshoot that was literally killing, it was killing white people, and it killed dozens to hundreds of them, and it really was hardly reported, and no one knows about it now. They, sure. These guys are on the radio in L.A. They didn't know about that. Yeah, well, they they, they want, killed they more want, than all the, all the serial killer white ones they mentioned combined. Yeah, well, they want a flashy name. I'll throw one out. Wayne Williams of Georgia. Wayne Williams, yeah. He killed, what, 40, 50 uh, kids down in Georgia. And they were all speculating that uh, they hoped a white male was uh, Klansman was the one doing it, but it wasn't. And then there was, as Craig pointed out, the Carr brothers in Wichita. Is How about the snipers in D.C.? Snipers Listen, in D.C. who were deliberately it, targeting it, whites. If people listening to Goyfire now want to look it up, just type into Google non-white serial killers. And one of our guys on the forum just pointed out that that thread is the top uh, hit on Google when you type in non-white serial killers. And I have 27 pages of them on Stormfront, and I don't know if I don't And you know what, Craig? I, so I think that's Google. important enough and a common enough argument on behalf of liberals that we ought to start a separate category on VNN proper for that. So I'll do that and put in the link to your, uh, to your thread. Craig, well, Craig is all kinds another of... Another thing, this stemmed from originally an NAACP memo in which they floated this idea that whites are... And then you had guys like Jack Lewin, who, who's a kike from, I think, California, and on his website he advertises, I'll come and talk to you for the right money. And uh, he was on TV. I'm, I'm sure people remember with the Einstein haircut. He was on there during the uh, Muhammad uh, sniper thing all over the East Coast. Muhammad and his butt, butt, uh, boy butt pal, Robin. And... Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, the white man, the white van, they're slamming white men down on the pavement and everything else. But uh, look, let me change gears a little bit. I want to talk about Alex. Uh, some of the guys uh, on the forum, back to them, because uh, they're a lot of the show, in my opinion, but they talk about how you could have done this or that better. And, you know, I remember these discussions on Stormfront years ago and how the mainstream media will twist mm -hmm. us around and so forth and so on. I don't think so. It's time to just start talking to anybody and everybody you can. Well, it, yeah, there were lots of things audience. I could have done better, but that was always going to be the case. <laughs> sure. You know? But the point uh, is, everybody who understands this in one degree or the other has got to get whatever venue and microphone they can and just start talking about it. You know, you yeah. can't. It, it's way beyond that. I mean, look, the Hezbollah, the, the, those guys have laser-guided rockets now, and it's going to get to that point with whites. So mm -hmm. at least if you can talk and make your cogent points on any media whatsoever whether it's public access TV or your local talk radio or anything, 
making videos. Yeah, I agree. I mean, something beats fun. nothing. They're, they're, it, it's, it's, it's kind of a fun thing to be on that. It, it's kind of irritating at the same time. Um, and once you do it a little, I'm, I'm used to it. I'm not nervous doing it at all. But, yeah, there, I miss some opportunities, definitely. And I'm sure every time I was on there, I would miss opportunities. But I also made a hell of a lot of good points. Uh, and they certainly, I certainly showed that I was willing to deal in content and stay above the, the insults, uh, whereas they did not. So I believe that probably had an effect on, on any neutrals, intelligent neutrals, and that's more or less who we're trying to get. So pretty much any chance the in the main, in the controlled media is worth taking. Most but of the people debating this are telling, giving advice to, to white nationalists who do have a public audience have never done it themselves. You know, so mm -hmm. stop uh, criticizing and, and just go do it. You know, even if you make an error, you know, we're with you. And, you know, you're doing Yeah, well, I can't, I, can't, I can't help but uh, think that white nationalism has come a bit further than just sort of going hat in hand to these major media mm -hmm. outlets to get, to get a whipping or be treated unfairly or in a derogatory way. Uh, yeah, so I seem to think white nationalism has uh, come a bit of a way from going hat in hand to these media outlets to be whipped and uh, held up as persona non gratis. Um, I really was happy to hear uh, Goyfire.com getting the promo. This is a show where white nationalists can really develop and um, and get the word out instead of just being shot down and, and, and uh, censored. Yeah. Well, look, it's not an either-or. I mean, we do whatever we can to reach new people, and if if their producer tells me they're getting ten to 15,000 people listening to that show in that time slot, so what the hell? If they, they want to, as long as I don't rise to their bait, they're not going to get much where they can make effective jokes off me, and I can get out a lot of good information, including promoting our, our channels, and yeah, so that's what we do. And it's just exactly like I said, you know, you, you want to insult my woman? I mean, you're not going to be doing that in front of me. And your audience knows that, and, and that's why I don't see that that's effective from their point of view. And, uh, you know, we, uh, I was able to speak the truth about the Holocaust, about interracial crime, about X, Y, and Z, and it went out to, you know, however many people are listening in L.A., but uh, a good number of them, and that's very cost-effective compared to, say, printing newspapers and passing them out. And yet it was apparently a newspaper that we either mailed them or e either we had them on our list or someone gave us their name and we had mailed them a Aryan alternative and that was how they heard of us because I'd never heard of them before. I may have mailed one to them, but I, uh, when they contacted me, I certainly wasn't conscious of their name. But, yeah, it's a valid way of getting it out. But then we need to also do uh, our own media, and we are. And they're not, they're not really in contradiction. We get the word out however we can and... Uh, we never expect to be treated fairly, and we almost never are. In fact, I can't think of one time, uh, and I've done a lot of interviews, where they've treated it anything close to, to neutral. It, it's a completely controlled system. It's no different from uh, when TASS and the old Soviet Union. There's a party line, and you depart from it at the risk of your career. And uh, therefore, they, they love guys like us because they, they think they can, they can shit on you with the freedom that they feel they, they can't have going after anyone There's also else, no now matter how guilty. The continuous whatever. suggestion by international jury that what we're saying should be stopped. Just our mm -hmm. saying it. And that's very yeah. dangerous. And I got, you know, the guy agreed. I said, do you think people ought to be thrown in jail for, for having different opinions about it? No, I don't think so. So, well, the Jews do. 
know, they, they, we can't do this up in Canada or, or these other places. They want to make it illegal to discuss this stuff. There's people in jail for talking about it, as we talk about on nearly every Goy fire. Uh, David Irving and, and Germar Rudolph, Tom Winicki in Canada. It's a Jewish dictatorship we're living under, and <laughs> they're anxious to extend its benefits to, to new people, such as the Iranians. New people. Who don't in the it. name of democracy and freedom. Yeah, the Somali, idiot Bush was on there today speaking in, in Salt Lake. I mean, as moronic as ever, just repeating <laughs> stale platitudes and, and the dipshit, you know, what are they? Oh, I can't remember what it was, but one of these veterans or posts or something, the, the full of the greatest, so-called greatest generation nitwits who are applauding him, and you're going, good Lord, guy's a fool. But, you know, it's all at no risk to him. He's not going to lose any blood or money. He's going to retire in great shape and go biking all the time. And if your kid's dead or loses his legs, what does he care? He's a hero. You know, he's facing down the new Nazis. Just, he's just another dope. And you, you people who sacrifice your, your, any, any belief in him, I mean, you're, it's you who's putting stuff on the line. It's not the Bushes. They're just opportunists. You know, they repeat the Jewish line and they, they garner the plaudits and they're happy. No you pay the what cost. Your age is, people are picking up on this, whether it's 15, 12 year old kids or it's guys sure. 12 years old. They're picking up on it on all different levels. And that's why you see these stories about racial conflict every day in the news or on Google News if you're looking on the Internet. It's not going to stop. It's going to get more intense. More and, and, you know, Bush goes and speaks at the NAACP, and your daughter gets stabbed in the eye. Bush says, Bush strokes off the niggers. Oh, yes, racism is the big problem in America. Well, he is indirectly justifying your daughter's being stabbed in the eye because he's saying that racial integration is a moral good, therefore it must be enforced by law, and anyone who objects really has no moral right. You have no moral right to sticking your daughter in a cage of feral beasts. You're evil if you don't want her in there. That's what he's saying, and not so many words. Yeah, they'll teach you to fly off a seven-story project. That's right. And that was the gravity lesson of the day. Yeah, it's just perverse. It's perversity. But yeah, well, internal news, VNN, anything uh, happening behind the scenes? What's new? We've got uh, just full steam forward news, commentary, opinion, as much radio as we can do, and uh, we want you to join us. Yeah, I did notice sunlit people all the time. I did notice Sunlit Heights has a different format. Uh, at least uh, the blog has been changed around a bit. True, and we got a good new writer, too, named us under the name Signet. And that's our more serious, formal blog at sunlitheights.com. Did he write about... Home. He wrote about uh, the... What was it? Tim Snackwell? Yeah, he wrote about, uh, yeah, the grizzly bearman. <laughs> who, who, <laughs> I wonder what his watch company was, because they made a very specific point that the watch kept on... took a, <laughs> It took more than a licking. It took an actual eating and kept on ticking. <laughs> 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 kind of a, the macabrely funny scene of, the, of the, the very earnest coroner presenting like the watch to his sort of semi-three-years-ago semi-girlfriend type creature, and... Uh, uh, just want you to know that through it all, the watch kept on ticking. <laughs> I mean, to me, that's kind of funny. <laughs> and, uh, I know there's an advertising kind of a... guy out there that's going to want to use that. Well, you would think so. I mean, it would make a funny kind of an ad. This watch passed through the digestive system of a grizzly bear and kept perfect <laughs> quartz flavor you could time. <laughs> illuminate it through the intestinal tract via <laughs> yeah, <that's... laughs> thermal imaging. 
Yeah, you could make a nice little story, 30-second story ad out of that whole affair. Have a guy pulling the arm out of a... <laughs> no, I guess that came out of his stomach. It never it never ended up going through the, uh, the bare uh, sphincter. Hmm. I was going to see it emerging in a pile of dung, and then some guy pulls it out of there. Pulls <laughs> <laughs> it up to his ear, yeah. Tick, there, tick, there actually tick, is tick, a scene... Tick. There, yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine the guy, like, pulling it off the arm and like, wow, this is one hell of a watch. <laughs> i got to get me one of these. But he, it, there is actually a scene in, in I think, Herzog's or uh, Werner Herzog's movie about Treadwell where he's actually literally patting some bear poop. Oh, my gosh. This was just in, you know. Lisa, or whatever the fucking bear's name was. You know, he's, a, he's all happy about it. He's touching something that was inside of a bear. Soon, soon Timmy got the first-hand view. <laughs> and so, oh my gosh, I am actually inside the bear, albeit in pieces, you know. Some might object to that, but I am so... Div- I would give my life for these creatures. In fact, I have given my life. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe they'll be offering a bungee-jumping PJ-style one of these days. <laughs> I'd like to recommend everyone to look at um, the movie, which we talked about the last Goyf and that is... One third of the Holocaust. And you can see it at opposingdigits.com. And at that particular link, I think it's down at the bottom of that page. It's called One Third of the Holocaust. It lasts over four hours. And as the narrator mentions in the beginning of the movie, really the Holocaust is the linchpin of uh, all the Jews' uh, specialness. And in fact, if you look back in the Bible, which they wrote, of course, there are numerous instances in which they vastly overestimated uh, Jewish deaths and, and Jewish victimization, even in ancient times. So they, they got quite a long-standing Jones with this kind of thing. But uh, uh, before I know, you would have had to read a lot of books to understand this Holocaust, uh, what really happened. Mm-hmm. That is, a few hundred thousand people died, not not six million. So. And Craig, who put this together? And do you know him no. or... I thought I had thought it was this fellow Matt Thumbs, but he emailed me and said no, it's not he. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, I haven't watched that yet. I've been me. watching Awaken and Avenge, which is a good movie about the the Jewish connection to 911 and proof that the buildings were demolished. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is a fascinating one. That's next on my uh, to watch list. Yeah, rumor yeah. has it it was a professor that was denied tenure right. for his. Malius of Solar General told me that, and the Solar General just, in fact, it's available there. He told me he was downloading it. I, I told him about it, and he. And said, we've got a link to it on VNN. I've also. heard about him. He's a professor who was actually kicked out of the university because of his uh, factual research. What a yeah. what a perfect revenge! Documenting the truth about Jews who have been lying about you. Mm-hmm. In, in oh, he has greatest ever historical crime. It's meticulously the Holocaust. It's meticulously put together with very rare footage of like Jews commenting on their bogus books they've written, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and and them interrogating uh, old Germans that supposedly ran death camps. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. giving uh, working as um, working uh, pumping beer out of a keg in a bar. Like them mm-hmm. questioning. It, it's just rare footage, rare research, and all just put together in a in a meticulously Excellent. documented. Uh, and even Eichmann during the Eichmann trial, getting through little true facts. Remember when there have been U.S. servicemen captured in in Korea and, and in various places, Vietnam, and their POWs, and they give little signals and clues, whether it might be Morse code or 
little yeah. hand signals and such. And this is exactly what Eichmann was doing, and, and uh, I believe it was a German general or colonel. He said, for instance, there was a 130-foot pile of clothing. I know we mentioned this last time, but it's so funny because this professor who made the movie, he shows this big eight-story building and looks like San Francisco to me, which <laughs> I know. <laughs> and, and I look at the building, you know, it's like 130 foot long, feet long and 130 <laughs> foot high. You go, yeah, I can just picture, you know, the big Salvation Army yeah. pile of clothes. <laughs> the <Yeah>. ladders. They <laughs> needed big ladders. <laughs> it was piled high with dungarees and pantaloons. Jack I'll take it from honest Jewish houses. <laughs> Giggity, giggity. <laughs> <laughs> What'd they do? Burn that too? Where are the zippers? <laughs> oh, I swear to God. The Holocaust has got to be the funniest hey, thing ever dreamed up by uh, mankind if, if, it, <laughs> if, if it weren't used in such an evil cause. I mean, it's just so beyond ridiculous. And we, we are the... We are the we are the lucky generation that gets to expose it. It sounds like this fellow, whoever he is, has done a hell of a job. We want to promote it all we can. And let me, let me make the point that we here at VNN are big. We even promote sites who don't even particularly like us, let, let alone promote us, because we think that some of the work that they do is good. And uh, um, we encourage others to stay big, not small, and not, not fight over little bits and try to contribute something because we're all in this together. We, we will hang separately or we will hang together as one and, and achieve the thing that we need, which is a white nation with the media controlled by white and the government controlled by white and the territory controlled by whites. And that's really the purpose of Goyfire. That's what, it, that's what all of our stuff is all about. I yeah, took well, Craig's the, word that it was great. Now, that's why I said it was fantastic on the, uh, the front page. I actually think I've seen a little bit of it. If, wasn't that, was that around a few months ago, Craig, or is that absolutely new? I'm not absolutely sure when it was released. I thought the one date on Mad Thumb's site, I believe, says August 21st, but uh, it's a pretty major release not to have been noticed by a lot of people before, so I, I, I presume it's... Mm -hmm. I might be thinking And another else. thing, if I could just give people a clue, he has it segmented. You know how a DVD will be divided and you can see this chapter, that chapter? I mm -hmm. wouldn't view it that way if I were you. I'd just sit there and watch the whole four-hour thing. It's really good. <laughs> it's better than going to some theater and watching Spielberg by a long shot. As you know, the Spielberg stuff is, is shot that way to make it appear that it's history. Okay. One thing I noticed in Awakened Avenge, uh, which they say is so morally nuanced, the Jew who says, Jewish blood is the only blood I care about, that's voiced by a blonde, blue-eyed, supposed kike. So even there, they can't resist you know, painting the lily. But uh, yeah, he intends the stuff to be taken as history, but this guy's offering real history in this one. And, uh, yeah, and and he is big because he says, you know, I, I'm remaining anonymous due to political reasons, but I encourage you to distribute this film freely for educational purposes. So he's big. He is big. He's not doing it for money like a Jew, and he's not lying like a Jew. So uh, we, we give all the credit to him. So and kids, uh, make a copy and give it to your friends at high school, especially when you're studying the Holy Book. And nothing stops that's you from right, copying yeah. off anything that we do here at Goyfire and passing it on yourself. And that's a cheap way to sp spread the, the message that whites are under attack, they're under attack by Jews, and they are banding together to do something about it. Yes, yeah, so we like to say, spread the love. And we are, we, what we ha have is love. That's not all of it. I mean, we have the full range of emotions, but for them to call us haters is ridiculous. In light of these stories we've discussed today and the way that they cover them up and make them guaranteed to happen with their laws... They are the haters. We 
are the good guys. Yeah. That's where I'm going to leave it today. And I, you, you all know I'm right. You guys listen to this, you know I'm right. You go and you listen to that radio, radio appearance I had, and you tell me who's the hater and who sticks to the facts and knows what he's talking about. You'll, you'll see. And, and, and then fuck that. Just listen to the Goy Fires, because we got the good stuff. We're shooting in the same direction. We're on the right side, and, 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 and we are the good guys. And you can be part of the good guys, too. If you're a normal, ordinary, white of good character, that's what we are. That's who we are, and that's what we represent. And we have the solution. Yeah. Okay, Jane, closing statement. Uh, not only the solution, ahead of the curve. So if you want to be part of history, and this is it's no joke. We're, we're living history. And uh, they're interesting times. They're going to get more interesting when we start to get like Hezbollah, and it'll happen. I hope I live to see it, but I'm the oldest guy here. But uh, you can make it history, especially you young guys. You young guys, you've experienced the multicult, and you know how they've... Uh, screwed you over day by day in the schools in the educational institutions the higher ones on the streets um, in media the young white men unfortunately they don't even have the memory of what guys my age or rounders have or even Alex and Aegis they don't have the memory of a more orderly and normal white society and that's not right so the good news is is they're going to be real pissed off yeah more and more people heading our way. They're leaving the traditional media and the traditional lies, passing as, posing as explanations, and they're coming to us. So we have the answers. Yeah, and we're dropping the Christmas tree over the target so that the uh, so you know where to go when mm-hmm. uh, the time comes. So on that note, uh, I encourage you to subscribe to Goyfire via our feed so you get these download to your podcast as far as i know the feed is up uh so do download uh, or or get subscribed via itunes or some other ipodder uh or one of the other uh software programs so you get the goyfire material fresh and new to your ipod or mp3 player and once there it lives autonomously uh, it lives apart from our server, so the server Aziz does go down. The earworm, always there, waiting for yeah. the Aziz, the Walter Cronkite of pro-white racism. That's the way the zoo is. <laughs> <laughs> it lives on, then, in your iPod and MP3 player, which you can then redistribute, uh, should we be taken down, which could happen. We're not saying it, it will happen, but... Uh, Nope, no, we're going to use all our rights. We keep fighting, and we're going to be here. We aren't going anywhere. Uh, let the Jews try as they may. We will always be here. We're getting stronger, not weaker. Yeah. But download the shows, spread them out, listen to them on the way to work if you're riding a bus or a car. Screw the corporate crap format radio, controlled politics, and taking pride in being a government FCC-licensed uh, <laughs> disc jockey is, is about as low as you can get. If you tell any uh, truths they don't like, they can get rid of your license. Now, we we don't operate under those constraints. We can tell you the truth. And all comes in nice little two-hour segments you can download and play, and we encourage you to do that. Get involved. This is you. It's not It's not just us. and our. It's not something we're doing for fun. This is something that all white men of good character have a direct interest in so that their daughters aren't getting stabbed in the eye or thrown out of buildings by the niggers these Jews have sicked on us. So join us. Come on. You know yeah. that you should. You know that we're right. As they say, get in the game. Yeah. And on that note. plead with people to do what's in their own interest. Lose the fear. Don't be afraid. 
Jews are always trying to make people like, afraid. You know, it's really exhilarating when you just come out and use your name. It's really fun. It's like, what are they going to do to me now? Yeah. Not if you're open, you have less to fear than kind of dodging around the periphery and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it is, it is liberating. Come out of the white ashless closet. We have gay safe zones. Well, this is a white safe zone, an Aryan safe zone here at Goy Fire. Yeah, it's okay to be to white and talk ready. about the things you see in your everyday life and how they affect you and your family and your race. You know, how come Fox doesn't run the story of this girl being stabbed in the eye? How come they don't run the story of a girl being thrown out of it? I've been watching Fox the last month or so. They don't have any better stories than that. They're not more interesting or more dramatic or more potentially eye-pulling and, and ad revenue raising, yet they never run them. They focus obsessively on one or two cases always involving a white male uh, main suspect, well, and the rest of it banned. Alex, speaking of ad uh, uh, revenue raising, uh, General Motors, which is uh, going south just like Ford in the whole United States, uh, uh, Zog, uh, General Motors just pulled out of the uh, the race competition on Survivor. They're not going to be a sponsor uh-huh. anymore of Survivor. <laughs> and they yeah, claim, oh, it didn't have anything to do with the race problem. And, and the other bookend of that, Craig, is that Walmart just climbed in bed with uh, some faggot group. And they're going to they're gonna right. prefer, the homos are going to be preferred for uh, certain ads that they run. Is well, that you know, amazing? You may not know this, but one of the directors of Walmart was one of the uh, uh, executive board members of Aslan, or of uh, La Raza, pardon me. Uh-huh, that is remarkable. Isn't that incredible? Hmm. Really? It really is. Yeah. I, was I guess it just there. mirrors what Bush does. Bush speaks at NAACP and sends his top advisor to speak to La Raza, but guys like us are supposed to be evil haters because we're and pro-white. You know, we all, uh, all the guys I would say on the forum and, and the few women that are there too, we do spend a lot of time. And, and I say the few women because you know what, guys? If, if women are race mixing and all the rest white women, that's the weakness of white men. And until you stand up and, uh, and uh, make a difference and tell them how it's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, it's our responsibility. But anyway, it is mostly a, a, a guy thing, the politics, but... Uh, um, these kind of things are discussed daily on vnnforum.com. In other words, we look into the, who these personages are, the talking heads and all the wheels in society and all the ones in the 501c3s and the think tanks and the, and the federal government who are telling us all these things. And if you look at Free Republic's threads, I mean, people used to say even two and a half, three years ago, it's Jew Republic, and I said, ah, it wasn't that bad. But now, literally, I would say 60, 65% of the political threads have to do with the... Uh, neocon Judaism push and the Iran war. When are we going to have Iran war? You know that Iran war breaks out, the whole world is going to, the dollar is going to tank this majorly because the the world is not going to stand for the United States making Eretz is, uh, you know, going all over the Middle East. Iraq's about as far as we can push it. Uh, when I say we, it's not. Yeah, we got 150,000 troops in Iraq and uh, none on the U.S. border being invaded by Mexico. And the Jews are perfectly happy about that. Yeah. And, if you, and, and, and they'd even like to go farther and attack Iran right. now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If you think that we're going to attack Iran, everything's going to be hunky-dory. No, it's not going to work like that. Because, uh, for one thing, Russia will probably jump in. There's a good chance. And the whole world, Europe hates the United States. They just utterly hate what, what, what Bush is doing. And, uh, fortunately, that bleeds over into an awareness of Zionism, too. They well, Craig, minding our own business is not a Jewish family value. No, I guess it's Messing not. in everybody's business is a Jewish family value. And, unfortunately, Jews run the United States. Don't let them get you killed. 
you listen to Goyfire, you you won't. Or you know what's well, going on. <laughs> well, yeah, your son won't be in the army, and your daughter won't be in the public school if you listen to Goyfire, because you'll know the risks that are entailed in that. All right. On that note, I want to wish our listeners the best of goodbye. Folks, I'm Glenn Miller, a fed-up white man running for Congress. Our Jewish-controlled government refused to print my name on the ballot, so I'm having to run as a write-in candidate. Our country's been overrun by tens of millions of dark aliens who are stealing our jobs, our women, and our children's future. Politicians should be tried for treason for not protecting Missouri from this invasion. And those who hire illegal aliens are guilty of treason against America. America will drown forever in a sea of colored aliens who multiply like rats unless we stop it now. It's time to take our country back, and I'm ready if you are. So get registered and vote for me on November the 7th. Retired Army Master Sergeant Glenn Miller. Let's send him a message. We're fed up. Telephone 463-7703. WHTY.org and DavidDuke.com. Contact us today. You're listening to Vanguard Radio.